What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen at the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager, a delightful TV show from Brenda Hampton about teenagers. I'm your gross, ugly tomato, Sam Canning. And I'm Jordan Canning, and I'm here to destroy your countertops. That's good. You know what's not good? What is not good? Well, let me ask you that let me ask you that question the other way. Did you like this episode? You know I didn't there was how do I word this gently? I didn't like this one. Okay. This is season four, episode two. Another one opens and This let's... episode this episode may differ with me on some key issues, and while I do respect it and am very civil towards it, I do not agree with it. Okay. On some specific aspects. I think I feel the same way, assuming I have I'm any sorry, idea that what may you're have sounded about. a little too harsh. Okay, great. Uh, uh, title watch. Another one opens. I didn't really get it. Hold on. Well, last week I didn't was, get that. Uh, well, I get that the last week, but I don't understand what that had to do with this week. Well, last week was when one door closes. This week was another one opens, and I think it's referring to the wind, the door that Ben is going to run out. The expression when one door closes, another one opens. Another one. Yeah, I think like it's the ref- next one's going to be called like a bird in hand, and then the next one will be no, called No, can like I tell you? I think, I think, if I remember correctly, we are in a string of like four to six episodes that all have names relating to doors. <laughs> I think the next episode is called like Knock Knock, and then after that it's like Hole in the Wall or something like that. Then there's one just called The Door, and that's the one where, yeah, the funny jokes of Game, Game of, of Thrones. Game of Thrones spoilers. Um... So yeah, I th- I mean it's 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 I think it's another sort of um what was it uh you don't know what you got dot 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 and then the next episode was called gone. till it's gone and the second episode <laughs> made no sense with that title yeah like I don't know what's opening for anyone really yeah I don't know uh this episode was written by Brenda Hampton and directed by Anson Williams I did not like it you it can wasn't... tell that it was written by Brenda because it had some moments of pure brilliance it had <laughs> the deftest lightest touch. It, it was very subtle symbolism <laughs> and very subtle and there was I, no body shaming in it which was really nice there was definitely yeah they forgot i are you sure they forgot sam think that this episode it's not it's not like the lowest tier of secret life episode no but it is it's not great it is above the lowest tier it's in the like tier mid, just above it it's it's between mid tier and low tier i would say it's low tier but it's not toilet tier I would call uh, it. I would call it like season two tier. I don't think it ever stooped as bad as season three, but it wasn't. No, a fun it wanted romp. to though. It uh, sure sh- did want to. Should we just do the? Let's go. Okay. First this of all, it starts with. Hmm? First of all, just in the previously on, I man, I was happy to see that Camille quitting was in it because that means that that still matters to the show, well, not to she, me, the viewer. She loves him, Sam. Yeah, I know. And who hey, is she? Hey, you know what? We we reopen. We we leave a few books open, and we ah. reopen one book that I was very upset that we were reopening, and I can't wait to discuss why it made me mad. Well, it wasn't a book; it was a drawer. It was a drawer. 
And, uh, well, there's a few drawers. There's a drawer that is reopened, and then there's one, like, folded up piece of paper that we have no idea what's written on it, and that one's reopened, too. No, I um, don't think that we saw what was on the piece of paper that Anne had in season one. I anyway. keep telling you, Jordan. Yeah. Like, I would say on a on a weekly basis that books and drawers are different things. I'm sorry, but... I've been telling you this for... How old are you? 21. I've been telling you this for 26 years, and you just don't get it. Well, it just doesn't make sense because both of them open, and you can't do the same thing, you know? Like a like a Swiss Army knife and a chef's knife, while they're two very different looking objects, they both do the same thing. You Fuck. both call them a knife. If you open a book and you open a drawer, then aren't they I disagree, the Jordan, same? because that's not a knife. This is a knife. Uh, what? Um, so anyway, so, the yeah, drawer is Leo... open and it's got a picture of Leo's funny dead wife that he hates and forgets about all the time. <laughs> but he's reminded of her now because he's just thinking about how much of a bitch Betty is. He doesn't like Betty. She's he here. She her. catches him looking at the picture, but she's nice and she understands that he still misses his first wife. She says that she she feels bad for him, but she feels even worse for Ben. And she, for some reason, I think says that Ben is worse off than Adrian right now. No, she's the opposite. Which doesn't she make says the sense, opposite. Betty. Huh? She says the opposite. I thought Leo, then it was Leo who said that he feels, he feels. I think they both agreed that Adrian is worse off. It's, it's weird though. I don't, they're, they're doing this thing where they're just like, well, I think that Adrian is yeah. more, is more of a sad, like, this seems no, he very says, unnecessary. He says, no, that's right. Leo says, I feel terrible for Adrian too, but I think Ben is in a worse place. Yeah, because he's Leo. And ben he did say that. He did. Precious boy. I think you're precious right. Precious boy. Betty says that she's going to go over to Adrian's uh, tomorrow morning. Okay. And... Okay, Betty. Okay. <laughs> Betty, Betty, I respect you so much. That being she's... said, not even her closest friends and family, she did not let any of them in. Why in the world? There's no, like, we're, next time we see this, she's going to be like, oh, well, I tried to come in, but she wouldn't let me in. Right? Right? Did you not watch the episode? I was just joking. <laughs> Betty says she's going to go over to Adrian's and see if there's anything she, do for, she can do for her. And then Leo is silent for three fucking seconds. And then he goes, well, you should probably go to bed. Good night. And then she says, if you come to bed with me, I'll, I'll we can play with our pogo stick. Right. And he's yeah. like, well, I, I love the, the pogo stick out. time, Betty, but I'm just not in the mood. Yeah. He, I got to go through my schedule and I got to whack a few people. Cause he says he has a lot on his mind. Uh-huh. Because Camille quit today. And how the fuck does time ever pass on this show? This is yeah. the same day as last week's it's episode. The same day. Oh my god. I'm so sad Camille quit today, last episode. John looks eight, even though it's been five days since he was born. And don't even get me started on Raboruto. I'm so excited to talk about him now. He's great. He's great. Just like um, John. Betty, so much in common. Betty is surprised that that someone she's known for as long a time as Camille <laughs> right? has suddenly turned away and is leaving Leo's job. But they she, are they just really want to make sure that we know how much this character like, matters and everybody knows and cares about her. I care about Camille, Sam. I don't know about you. How can you be so heartless? Anyway, I love Betty's ambition. Oh her, my god! Her ironclad. It, her what is her dream? Women Sam? on top. Women on she, top. What is her dream, Sam? She's like, well, if Camille's gone, which is horrible, I love her so much, she's like a sister to me, I've known her for 45 years, <laughs> I'm gonna be your new assistant, Leo, which is totally cool, it's normal to uh, hire your hire wife. Hire your wife. And, That's uh, called David Johnson syndrome. <laughs> 
right? Because the writers of this show only know how to write one thing over and over. Yeah. Betty is like, hey, uh, what time are we going to work tomorrow? And Leo is like, Ooh. and then she's fu- she fucking says, I've always wanted to do something like this. Be an assistant to a big, important man. Believe in your dreams, girls. Maybe oh, one day you can God. be the assistant to a big, important man. Oh, my God. Or a God. kindergarten teacher or a nurse. Thanks, Betty. That that I, was yeah. a very feminist moment of you. And Leo is like, while I love the idea of working with my wife, I do believe it would be inappropriate for me to spend any more than perhaps 15 to 20 minutes with you at any day, given day. Right. And she, he's like, the most important, I would love, like, okay, let me just get this right. That, oh my God, that sounds amazing. Holy shit. Wow. I would love to, Betty. Oh, but, mm, ah. Mm, I I think you should probably hang out with Adrian instead. Unfortunately, I am more worried about my son who you have always raised. Please take care of him overworking for me. I am fine on my own. Yeah, and then the funny bass. Oh, I cannot get divorced. I I cannot hammer this point home. I am a man in my 40s, but I cannot get divorced. No, you can't. And then the funny bass starts playing and Leo's like, Oh, what am I going to do about my wife? I hate her. Uh, And then uh, we go to... (laughs) Fuck. God, the shit. subtlest touch, Sam. Ben the light walks touch. into the condo and, and he sees Adrian is- looking up at the stars, and she goes, "Where do you think she is, Ben?" <laughs> like, okay, lightest, la, 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 lightest touch, Sam. I wonder. Hmm. And then Ben says that that Adrian asks if she's in another dimension. <laughs> she says another dimension. That was like the weirdest thing. That was like like. Like, I get where you're going for, Atrian, but that was a very weird... <laughs> she, right, that's, that's like the end of Indiana Jones 4, is what yeah. Adrian thinks is happening. Or the beginning of Intergalactic by right. the Beastie Boys. Uh, this scene is a... It's, bummer. It's dumb and bad, it's a huge bummer, and I think there's nothing else to say about it. Uh, no. So let's just skip past the looking up at the stars part and oh, go but, to... But, but the juice, the juicy drama. No. Uh, well, well, I'm I'm skipping ahead to the juicy drama. Yeah. So when Adrian and Ben hug, and they, she they tells have just him, talked about their deceased child. Yep. And she tells him we don't need to dwell on that. She tells him that Amy moved in with Ricky, oh, and no. then he says, "Oh, is Adrian, is that why you're upset?" And she Disgrace. says, "No, Ben, I'm upset <laughs> because my baby is dead." Disgraceful team crime, Benjamin. You have the emotional intelligence of a doorstop. I don't, I don't know what the, what does this scene mean, what though? What could it possibly, what could possibly be bumming my wife out right now? Is it the but, fact that Amy and Ricky are moving in together? I'm this, sure it is. This is such a weird scene, this is a weird moment, though, because we have all these moments on the show where character A will say something that it, it makes no sense for them to say it, but it's just to set up character B to say their thing, and that's what this feels like, except but, I don't know why character B said the thing that they said. Yeah. Like, well, it wasn't like said, he set her up for an epic slam dunk about her baby dying. No, she's just remind. Well, it's because, you know, some of the viewers might have forgotten that their baby passed away. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it, it, is it just to, like, plant the seeds of, like, maybe that is why she's upset, even though, of course, it's fucking not. No, she's not. not. I think it's just, to, I think it was just a badly written line. And I think <laughs> what it does is it just goes to show how shitty Ben is, no matter how sad Maybe, but then they, they hug again and Ben makes troubled face while she can't see him I'll because tell you, I'll tell you what, you get one for Ben, because Ben really does seem like he's, in this within the same day, 
seems more or less past it, past being sad. I mean, I'm sure he's still sad, but he does just seem more like, I hate Adrian, this is new character. Arc. Can I say? Yeah. There is, and Jordan, you know this line, we've, there's one specific incredibly dark thing from from the season three finale that we have specifically left out because it's so fucked up for no reason yeah and they mention it again in the season four premiere and then they showed that in the previously on yeah they just really for literally no reason well it doesn't come up it's just to suck it because the show is bad and it wants you to be sad right exactly uh and that's i think what this scene is it's just like did you remember they're sad Anyway, so, put a big stop in between these. Falling in good, love. Yeah. Uh, now we're talking, we're looking at George preparing for his wet and messy fetish play. He's putting okay, plastic so this tarts is, on everything. Okay. So, so this is the next morning. Uh, we um, finally okay, have advanced time this is one of the worst things that George has ever done somehow. I agree. Anne finds him, like, putting stuff all over the appliances in the kitchen, like, preparing to do some renovating. And Now, okay, first of all... This is fucking bizarre. She's that like, Anne, she's like my George, house? what are you doing to my house? So Anne Excuse does not me? live in the house. She Why says, does Anne you got have the, the business? House? I got the house. She said, but but George gave her the business. Remember? I'm I'm quite sure that he did do that. And but they forgot. Anne has and... no reason to own the house because. She doesn't live there. Right, why did she, why, if the house is hers, why is she living in Palm Springs? Where is she living right now if she doesn't have her own place? I don't know. She just lives with Mimsy. She probably just lives with Mimsy. And Eugene uh, Levy. Oh, dude, I had a thought, I had a thought here, okay? Because she, uh-huh. she's here with Roborto, and I had a thought, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, like, can we talk about Roborto? It's, it's not the same thought that you had. Okay. I assume. I, I just had an idea for a direction that they could have gone that would have been some good fucking drama. What would it have been? What if Raboruto, and I Was think David- chronologically this may, now, I, listen, I'm not, I'm not about to say David. What if Raboruto, and I yeah. think chronologically this makes more sense than him being David's because he couldn't be David's. What if he turned out to be the baby of Josh Nash's brother? Yeah. Who she hooked up with in Chicago? I was thinking about that. Like, that's that, who I thought her baby was initially, like, back in season two. That's what I, I thought it was Chicago Man's baby. That would have been some good drama, because then it, it would be, if, if the brother shows up, like, and that's my baby. And then it's like, whoa, what's going to happen with her and Josh Nash? But then it, we find out later that she and they Josh Nash up. are broken up, and he's never going to appear Off or be camera. mentioned again. Anyway, <laughs> Off camera. To... Off camera. Last time we saw him, they were talking about getting Going, married. Getting married. <laughs> Anyway, Roborto, Roborto is old now. He's the Hokage. He did it. Oh my god! He, I didn't he's even mastered that. Jesus. Rasengan. What is he's wrong with this show? What did you want to say other... about Roborto? Uh, he's just so big. But he, he looks even less like the baby that they had. Well, any of the three babies that played Roborto I haven't before. checked to confirm that it's a different baby every time. He, he does look really How... big. Sam, how the fuck could you find a baby that looks less like Molly Ringwald and uh, Mark Derwin? How could you do a worse job than well, the baby that they found who plays Roborito? Well, you just find a baby that looks like the guy who played David Johnson. <laughs> uh, so Roborito's here. He's uh, like the baby. A bike. Could, they could have picked like a baby with a different race, and I would have believed that they had made that baby <laughs> more than if they if, like if they had like a little Chinese baby. I'd been like. Mark yeah. Derwin could easily be Asian American. Like sometimes race skips a generation. Anyway, 
Um, never mind the fact that Amy and Ashley, it sometimes race skips several generations, several generations. Anyway, anyway, uh, so George is like, Hey, come on, Ann. I thought, I thought I'd make the house better. Just like I made the business better. The store has never done this. I made our marriage better by ending it. (laughs) And Ann says, yeah, I know. I'm giving you a lot of business or Donovan. Anyway, he has this upholsterer who's a genius. And then George funny, like yawns, like he's bored by the topic of making and selling furniture. The thing that he brought up does for a living. Also, what what are they talking about? I don't understand what they're saying right now. Well, you know, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, whatever, I'm the upholsterer boss. Yep. It's uh, the new TV show on the Food Network. <laughs> do you think Donovan's ever going to appear again? No. I can't believe they mentioned him. Anyway, George <laughs> is going to demolish the kitchen, and Anne says, No, you're not! Not without my permission, you're not destroying the kitchen. There is such an excessive amount of dialogue between them arguing about him renovating the kitchen. Well, it's a show about teen drama, Sam. Like, what, do, what do you expect? Who fucking cares? George is in the wrong. I don't need to watch 25 Anyways, that's minutes when, of that's that. Anyways, that's when Roberto comes out, and this is the first glimpse of, like, full head of hair, like, Mommy, who is this funny little man? When when he sees <laughs> when he sees George. He's literally looking at George like, that's not my dad, David that's Johnson. my dad, David, is my dad. Um, Yeah, so eventually they, they argue for five hours, and then Anne goes, Hey, George, you seem off. What's wrong? And he goes, I'm upset about Amy moving in with Ricky. And uh, he says that he found out from Ruben, who came over for a drink last night, which is really funny because the, I guess they're still friends, even though they're George had mentioned recently that he's not friends with anyone and doesn't hang out with anyone. No, George George is friends with a lot of people. That's true. He's very charismatic and popular. That and was handsome. season two. That was season three that he talked about. This is season four. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, Anne puts away all of her upsetness to be concerned about his upsetness because that's more important and then she's like okay george i'm leaving i have to go to work or something i don't remember Uh, she has to drive to palm springs which makes even less sense when she shows up back at the house later yeah i was confused about that i feel like their custody thing has been like they take turns of several days not she brings him for a day and then drives back to palm springs and then drives back later that day but whatever uh so she she's like okay george i'm leaving don't do Don't demolish anything the kitchen. Without it my is my approval. house. It's I my own it. house. You can't do that. And, and especially like, don't do any demolition with our fucking baby in the room. And, and she then George leaves. leaves and he's just like, I can do whatever I want. We're going to bust up the kitchen together. And then Rapport is like, ADR where's, my, in. where's my real dad? They ADR in a baby boy going, yeah, even though yeah. Roberto has a pacifier in his mouth. <laughs> They're going to do a scene where Roberto's looking at jo- uh, George in the mirror and he's like, who's my dad? Who's my dad? And then who's he looks in the mirror and he goes, who's my dad? <laughs> That's a but reference. it's all ADR'd in because he's yeah, it's eating all a turkey like He's got a pacifier and he's a baby. That's a reference, by the way, to when George was, yeah, that was I when remember. it all began. Uh, so Anne, by the way, had mentioned during this conversation that I skipped over, I forgot, uh, uh-huh. that she's upset that Ashley had agreed to call him every day. Uh-huh. But she only texted Anne last night, Uh-oh. and then she calls George because fuck you, Anne. Oh my god, I care. Oh yeah, by the way, hey, Ashley's back. Sorry, Jordan. Uh-huh. 
I was so glad for like you were I had so excited. Week. You were like, "Got it." This might be the last time Ashley appears on the show. And then I pulled up go to jo.org and looked at the episode description. And it's like Ashley, Ashley something something. By the way, it's really weird thinking about it now that Ashley was was in the like ten word episode description because this is her only scene and she isn't mentioned again for the rest of the episode. It's true, and I'll tell you what. So Ashley calls in from Special Agent Kingman. Um, and then okay, uh, do you want to say what? She's in the town of Kingman, Arizona. Arizona is that in Arizona? It is in Arizona. It's uh, it is like a six hour drive from from LA. I and- can I tell you, never in my life have I watched a scene of a show that I gave less of a shit about. Because Ashley, my least favorite character, is on the phone with George, one of my other least favorite characters. <laughs> discussing history and interesting places I, in small I love this towns shit because it's so fucking dumb. And like for some reason George knows about Yeah, about... well let's let's just describe the scene, okay? Yeah. So yeah. George is like, "Hey Ashley, what the hell? It's day 1. You already broke one of the rules." He's like, "What are the other rules?" She grabs a funny long note and she's reading she them. Reads she's like, "Same room but separate beds, no sex, no drug." And then she and yeah, I stopped writing them because the joke is that there's a lot of rules. And then George says, "There was Where one about says, about Toby peeing on the side of the road that I thought was Yeah, pretty... he he has, has to pee on the side of the road. No, he can only he can't pee on the side of the road. He's not allowed to pee unless Ashley it's on the side. Ashley is not of the road. allowed to go into truck stop bathrooms cuz you know what they're uh, like. George asks them where they are. She says they're in Kingman, Arizona. It's like six hours away. And he's like, he's like, what the hell? How are you only in Kingman? You drove all day. You should be way past Kingman now. And she's like, well, we stopped and we fed donkeys and we saw the sights. And he's so mad because I guess he thought the point of their cross country road trip would be like, let's see how fast we can get to New York and back. (laughs) Yeah, that's like, like literally. Oh, and then she talks about Clark Gable and something and then Dude, this is a like, classic secret life teens caring about teenager teens things like where Car- clark like gable where... and carol lombard stayed in, on their honeymoon and then george is like isn't that an oatman this and is I'm like, so dumb i'm like what are you doing Brad george is like ah the hotel where clark gable and carol lombard stayed on their honeymoon you must have passed through oatman arizona did you know that that's where olive oatman was given back to the u.s army by the mojave indians and she says oh. Oh, I didn't know that. And he goes, yeah, she was taken by the Yavapai and held captive and then traded to the Mojave. It's... What is this? What am I... What fucking edutainment game am I playing where George Jurgens joins me on a cross-country road trip? This is what's so weird, though, is because Ashley... She's like, ah, this thing about Clark Gable and Carol Lombard, it's so interesting. And then he's like, well, let me tell you about some history. And she's like, ugh, I don't care about the like, history of the place that I learned, was at. Maybe you'd I only care about... Fed the donkeys less, he says. Yeah, uh... But then what is with George being like, you should be way past there. Now, let me tell you about all the fascinating history of the town that you passed through. Ashley, Why didn't you turn spend around more time and go on back it? to Oatman, please? You need to learn about the Mojave natives. He, li- he literally says, call me tonight and pay more attention to where you are and what you're seeing. You were just mad at her for not going fast enough and paying little enough attention. Speed, speed, and, like comprehension is really important yeah um and anyway then... that's when, when uh, ashley tells toby that she's tired of this trip and wants it to end faster even though they've been on it for a day and instead of crossing historic route 66 she just wants to take the highway across the country we are watching a scene on a tv show about teenagers arguing about what road to take well the riveting like... I mean if you're gonna drop out of school and do something interesting why not drive route 66 
Why are we watching them argue about the road? It's who gives a shit? For the teens, Sam. When you oh were a teen, God, who cares? and you dropped out of high school, and you went on a trip with with Toby on Route sixty six, didn't you? Wouldn't you have liked to know who and where Oatman, Arizona, is, and who maybe stayed there? If I was going on a road trip with Toby, I would just say, "Hello, Governor, drop me off wherever, eh? Drop me off at Heathrow Airport, eh?" Yeah, and, and then, then like, uh, Ashley says that her dad thinks that they're moving too slow, and he says, "So do you? So do I? Do you get it?" And then that's oh, the end of that scene, as far horny. as I'm concerned. He's horny. Uh, so Amy, Amy goes to talk to George in the kitchen and he's like, where were you last night? And she says the apartment. And then they start arguing for like five minutes over About the word whose the. apartment it is. Riveting. This is the information. This is why we have 10 million viewers. Um, we just spent two minutes on learning about the history of Oatman, Arizona. Now they're arguing about semantics of the word the. And then Ruben, and then George, just to remind us, tells us that he heard it from Ruben, who heard it from Cindy, who heard it from Adrian, that okay. you're living with Ricky. Okay, 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 okay. That is, that is the thing that is so fucking fascinating to me, because that is like a typical, like, meme of the show, is, I heard it from who, who heard it from who, yeah. who heard it from who, who said it to who, and then you, I heard it from, and they wanted to do that. Because Twice. that's what they do to be like, ah, information, the superhighway, uh, who cares? But the fact that they did that dumb little thing just raises questions because why Adrian, Adrian told her mom, like, okay, I can see Adrian, like, talking to her mom, like, oh, yeah, here's what happened today, blah, 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 Ricky. And and, and then for some reason, Adrian. Why would Cindy, Cindy tell, tell Ruben? Do they have that fucking little to talk about? They've been maybe married for because, like six months. Maybe it's because months. she knows that Ruben is best friends with friendless George Jurgens, who has no friends. Also, and wait. she's like, maybe on. George would want to know wait, that. You should. Hmm? Hold, hold on. Last, last episode, Cindy went back to work, which means that at some point in the afternoon or evening, <laughs> Adrian <laughs> called her mom and told her about Ricky and Amy, and then Cindy, like, m- called, called Ruben at, like, Ruben. midnight. Yeah. Whatever. She took the deadhead flight back to Ruben to tell him the information that he learned. Anyways, yeah. okay, this is where George Jurgens blatantly just calls me out for no reason. Because mm-hmm. He looked like, at the camera and said, Jordan, I'm going to kill you. He said, he's like, you can't live with Ricky if you're not married. That's low class. Yeah. He says, he says that they should first go to college and then get engaged and then get married. And only once they're married, can they, uh, are they allowed to move in? Yep. Um, I'm sorry. I'm low class. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'll be low class uh, in September. She's, uh, he says that, uh, that, ex- that makes sense that you're high class now. That's why your toilet paper is folded into such fancy shapes. I'm going to decapitate you. <laughs> What's up with that rich boy? I don't want to talk about this. I don't, I don't want it to happen. I know you don't want it to happen. This is too much still, to get into on a podcast. It's still very funny. We've talked George about says, it on Jurgen 4. George says, no matter what you call it. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So Amy Amy says, uh, the reason that they talk about it being low class, Amy actually says that first. Because George is like, something, something, living with Ricky. You were, it was okay, whatever, when you were staying with Ricky. And she's like... Well, it's, it sounds kind of low class to say I'm just staying with Ricky. So sure, I'm living with him. And then he, he says, no matter what you call it, you're right. Living with a guy you're not married to is low class. And, and then he's like, what and, do you call what you did with our mom, like, the last season? I, I, had I mean, that's that not down a good in my notes at first were... to say fair point, but I get not really a fair point considering that they were married before. So whatever. God, I also feel like living with your ex-husband is weird. 
I mean, they were they were separated. They were trying to whatever. I don't care about that. <laughs> well, it was all about those dumb receipts, right? Speaking of not caring about things, <laughs> yeah, we're in we're on season four, and yeah. it's the same fucking shit over and over and no, over. No, with no, 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 like, no. Because oh, this time, I don't approve. <laughs> no, Finger-wagging, Sam. Because blah, 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 blah. The, like, who Sam, no, shut cares? up, Sam. Because it was used to be about her having sex with Ricky, right? Uh huh. But now they had sex, and now it's about her. They, are, they had already Ricky. had sex. They had it's sex. Very that, important. They had sex it's before the show. Super happened. different when George disapproves of something Ricky's doing. The whole point the thing of the is show different. is that they had already had sex. No, I don't remember. Can Can you prove to me that Amy and Ricky had sex before season three? Damn, I guess not. So Amy Amy says. Uh, why does Ruben care about me living with Ricky enough to bring it up? Yeah, I agree. And me then uh, uh, he he says, by the way, that he's more upset that he found out from Ruben and not Amy, which I think is totally fair. That sucks. That's that sucks from Amy. Yeah. Uh, Amy is like, Dad, I'm really happy. Please just let me be happy. And then the music gets very dramatic. The lightest touch, Sam. And we cut to jo- we we cut from Amy to George. He makes a face. He blinks. Chimes. And then chimes. <laughs> and then the camera fucking cut. <laughs> I'm not making this up. This is the not camera, a joke. The 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 delicate strokes of of Michelangelo. The, the camera touch. The camera cuts back to where Amy was sitting. And it's a little tiny girl sitting there. Do in you Amy's fucking clothes. get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you I would, get I it? I wrote in my notes. I wrote in my notes. If sunrise sunset starts playing at any point in the show, I will self-immolate. Yeah, uh, I'm it's... not letting Brenda get away with that. Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. George, and then as it, like I thought it was going to be like just a momentary thing, right? Where like George sees a little Dude, girl and he shakes I was, his head, right? I was wheezed laughing. I was so not prepared then, for the little girl actress to start, start saying words out loud. <laughs> she says like she, George is like, I'll, "Well, I'll always be there if it doesn't work out." And then the yeah, little he, girl, what, like, what, he sa- what he says is, "If it doesn't work out." Uh, you can always come home, and you can always talk to me. The door is always open. And, and then, then the little says, girl says, If it does work out, will the door be open? I was she, not ready. She, I was like, what? No, I was so not prepared for her to speak. And then she goes, Hello, Dad. <laughs> I love you too, Amy. And it cuts back to her, and she's regular Amy. And then she leaves. And then after she leaves and the door closes, Nothing George else happens, sighs. right? Like it, it got its point across, right? There's no reason that no, Brenda would have no, to. No, it's to- Yeah, it was, but it was a little bit subtle. So George sighs, and he yeah. goes, In the blink of an eye. Just and in then case sunrise, you didn't, sunset, yeah. Just in case you didn't quite get it. He, he, he does that, and then he just calls Andy. He's just like, wow, they grew up so fast. And then Sunrise Sunset starts playing over Cats in the Cradle. <laughs> and that's that's the end music for this is just those two songs together oh boy uh, that would sound bad um yeah, hey i'm not gonna do that grace okay uh-huh. grace is skyping with adrian she's presumably. using live chat video version she's using live chat video it's going like Pwing! every time she <laughs> every, every time every time she the speaks. frame changes it goes <laughs> bloop, 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 she says bloop. adrian adrian i know you're like deeply depressed right now but check out what joe is doing <laughs> check this uh, out he's he's selling like i don't know funny stuff um, <laughs> good joke <laughs> imagine i said something funny there <laughs> our classic bit well the reason the reason that, that i said that was because i was gonna say a joke about like then i realized that that was too depressing to make a joke about so i didn't make it uh um, anyway so so grace says uh she's just she's just like oh amy and ricky are living together like how do you feel about that and adrian says the same thing that she said to ben she's like 
She's like, I'm not sad about that. I'm sad because my baby is dead. And you say it like that, but that's a perfectly reasonable thing for her to say. No. What? No. Oh, it is reasonable for her to be sad that Adrian or that Amy. And no, Ricky no, no, that's not. No, 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 that's not my issue. Like with with Ben, when he was like, oh, is the reason you're sad because of Ricky and Amy? And she's like, no, like that was like, yeah, of course, that's not it, Ben, you idiot. That's not what Grace was asking, though. She just asked, how do you feel about that? That's a totally reasonable question. That is a totally reasonable question. I also like Grace. Grace is just like, I don't know why you're so sad. Surely it's about Adrian or Amy and Ben or Amy and Ricky. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I can't do it. Their names are too similar. Um, uh, Adrian says, like, I don't know why yeah, this yeah. whole thing happened to me. And then Grace is just like, sometimes things will happen. I know you'll feel better with time. I have and then, a, mm, I have a note here. Uh, and I think I think you probably had the same thought as me, but. I just, I just, there's, there's more misery porn in this scene, and I, yeah. I'm just done even writing notes about it because there's nothing to say about it. No, but there is funny or like ridiculous stuff where Adrian's like, well, I don't know how I can go back to normal, blah blah blah. Um, I feel like I would, I wouldn't be honoring my daughter. And then Grace says, "It's, it's nice to see them talking as friends again." I don't remember if they stopped being friends. Well, for now, for there. now, for now, because Grace says. Well, maybe you should go out and do something good in your daughter's name. That's not. And that's all- that's not even. That's more aggressive than what she says. What did she's, she say? Because she's, yeah, it's, she's it's just the like, least aggressive it, thing she's ever said. Right, Adrian's just like I. I feel like it would be like dishonoring my little girl to get out there and live my life again, like nothing happened. And Grace is like, well, maybe the best, like the. I think maybe the best way to honor her is to just live a good life and be a good person. And yeah. Adrian is just like. You, you mean, mean like, like volunteer to help in Africa and just slams the laptop? Her laptop. Shut. She hangs up on her, her friend who said nothing, and also that means that Adrian also hates Africa. Like Kathleen, what the fuck? Yeah. Why do all the characters on this show, except for Grace because and Jeff, because they're all written by the Af- same white people? Oh right, but why does why is so? It's good when Grace likes Africa. No. Oh, you're right. She's she's uh, she's in the wrong for liking Africa. Right, exactly. That's right. Because um, when she calls Kathleen later, Kathleen's like, "Oh, you don't don't stay there, Grace." This this rules um, though, because then uh, then uh, Ben walks in and he's like, "That does hey, rule." I love when Ben is in a scene. No, he's like, "Hey, how's how's Grace?" And Adrian goes, "Grace was Grace. Have a good day at school." Why do you hate her? <laughs> what did Grace do? What did- Grace is being doing good things. Grace she's is happy. being such a good, supportive friend. I like. I honestly she's, was like, "Oh, this could be a cool teen moment." Before Adrian slammed her laptop shut. Yeah, Grace is like all the way in Africa. She's doing work. Zimbabwe. She's, she's in Zimbabwe. She's all the way. In I a won't. Different I country. won't allow us to do that. That's true. She's in the country of Zimbabwe. You thought I was going to say the country of Africa. She's like doing volunteer work. She's like doing actual shit. She's working hard. She takes one little moment out of her day to Skype her grieving friend, live, live chat, chat her grieving friend. And then her friend hangs up on her because she says, maybe you would be, maybe it's not, it's not dishonoring your daughter's memory if you live a good life and not right. be miserable. Right. Sorry, so, Grace. Guess so you just Grace, have a shitty friend. So Adrian says to Ben, like, Grace was Grace. And then Ben is like, you know, Adrian, it seems to me like your two best friends don't know how to be good friends to you. And first of all, what did Amy do? Amy went, Amy did what Ben wanted her to do. <laughs> Amy and no. Adrian had a nice conversation that Adrian no, liked. No, because it reve- remember when it, when it revealed, he revealed that he was disappointed in what she, t- what, what she said to Adrian, remember? Oh my god. But also, he, said- he doesn't know what Grace even said. 
Well, he obviously thinks that Grace said something shitty since Adrian, like, she wouldn't slam her laptop and hang up on her for no reason. They're friends. That's true. She wouldn't do that and she didn't do that. She wouldn't do that. It makes no sense. And Adrian says, it's not just them, it's everyone. And Ben goes, even me? And she says, not you, Ben. And then she closes her eyes and she leans in for a kiss. Oh, no. But he kisses her on the cheek. Oh, no. Whoa! And do you do get you it? Think it's because that he wants. It's he wants because to, he wants the divorce. And it, it, you know, I've you never give a person a kiss on the cheek ever. That only means you don't love them anymore, right? If hey, this is advice for all the teens out there, people of any ages. If you're in a relationship and your partner kisses you on the cheek, just leave. Oh God, yeah, I'm, just, that's I, like the kiss. Of, they call that, that the kiss is, of death. That is not good. Oh my God. Oh my God. I, I've never gotten one. I hope I never. I do. would get a restraining order because they're probably going to kill you. <laughs> I would get a restraining order to keep the kiss on the cheek from happening, just preemptively, <laughs> right. cautiously. Right. That's how I begin all relationships, and you should <laughs> break, too. Yeah. First things I first, get a restraining them, order in case they might ever kiss you on the cheek. Uh, so Ben calls Leo. And asks, <laughs> Did you notice, by the way, the, the phone vibrating is the loudest thing I've ever heard? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was right in the mic. <laughs> uh, ben calls Leo and asks how. Uh, Wait, oh, Leo asks how he was this morning, yeah. I think. I, I love the way he starts this conversation, though, because Leo's just like, Now, son, there's no reason I would tell you this, but Camille quit. <laughs> he literally says like, there's no reason for him to tell Ben about it. Ben, but but she was my surrogate mother. Ben is, he's fucking horrified. He's like, Camille, who's always been here? What, she literally horrible. says, he says she was like his second wife. He Those says are the words. she was like his second wife. He took me to the mother-son, she took me to the mother-son dance when my mom was dead. Oh my She's god. She's always been there. She was there when the baby was born. Even fucking when, Leo is like, it's not a huge deal. Like, I can replace her. That's not the problem here. And Ben's like, no, it's a huge problem. I meant Amy's baby listeners. I wasn't making a sad joke. Yeah. Leo then tells Ben that Betty offered to come in and work for him. And Ben and starts ben goes, laughing. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. She's bad brain disorder is what she has. It's funny. Yeah, she's um, funny, dumb, and bad, and we hate her. And then and Ben thinks that Betty coming to talk to Adrian is maybe a bad idea. What a weird thing to say. I can't imagine I can't why imagine would, why that wouldn't maybe be can't what imagine Adrian why he would think right that's a bad idea. But Ben is just like, what the fuck, Dad? Like... You know that's a bad idea. Did you just did you just try to send her here to my grieving wife so because she you didn't want her to, to work you didn't you? want to tell her that you don't want her to work for you or to and be he, married and to Leo's her? Like, of course not. I wouldn't do that, even though that's exactly what he did. Oh, but then Ben is so mad and so upset, and he tells Leo about Amy and Ricky. But uh, the way that it happens is so fucking weird because Leo is like, this show like, weird. No, Leo is like. Don't worry about it, Ben. Like, Betty's just going to call Adrian and see what she says. She's not just going to, like, show up unannounced. And then Ben says nothing. And then Ben goes, Amy moved in with Ricky. And Leo just makes this face like, so? uh, okay. So? And he's, he says, so? And Ben just goes, Ugh, and he shrugs. And it's like Ken Bauman was saying, fuck if I know, dude. I'm, I'm just reading know, my dude. lines here. <laughs> Brenda, this is Brenda's vision, okay? Okay, uh, Steve. Like... <laughs> It's so, it's, it, honestly, I, 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 it was so funny. It was He's quite just, funny. Leo's like, why are you telling me this? And, and Ken Bauman, the actor's like, I don't know. Okay, so Grace is talking to Kathleen, and she's very sad that she she feels so bad. She's like, I don't know what I said to Adrian, but it really upset her, and I feel like a terrible friend. So what does she say? What, what's uh, she her asks suggestion? Her, she asks her mother to go over to Grace and sort things out for her, I hey, guess. Hey, Mom, can you go over to Adrian's? 
Can you get her a glass of water? Kathleen, Kathleen's like, no, I'm not going to do that. What are you talking about? And then Grace um, uh, starts talking about how two weeks is so short and she wants to stay in Zimbabwe longer. And she's loving it. And Kathleen says, no, Grace, you're still Zimbabwe in high school. Zimbabwe is going to claim Kathleen's, Kathleen's husband and daughter. Kathleen is going to become a deeply, I mean, she's already pretty xenophobic and a t- big Republican, but I feel like after Grace and Jeff both leave her for Zimbabwe, she's going to become extremely, extremely racist. Yeah. Uh, that's when, oh, uh, Kathleen is like, don't you miss your family? And then Jack just appears in the background. Oh my god. This was like awful Jack stuff. Oh, to before, me. before that happens, I, I, I had a, I had a little, a little joke if you, if you can indulge me. Mm-hmm. Grace is like saying to her mom that she's so sad. She's like, two weeks is so short. I don't want to come back yet. Like, I, I'm loving it here. I feel like this is such an amazing thing and I don't want to leave. And I've got good news for Grace because time does not move in this universe. And that's going to, two weeks is going to be like half the season at this rate. That's true. Do you think that, do you think that maybe, uh, Megan Park was going through her own Shailene Woodley situation in this season? I don't know when Grace is coming back. I I have no idea. I maybe honestly she's, don't maybe remember. Maybe she's maybe she's involved less. Maybe she's doing another project. Anyway, Jack comes in and, and sort Jack of Jack comes in and says, "You talking about abstinence?" And the studio audience yeah. applauds and cheers. Woo! He says, "He's like, sorry in advance. I'm going to be living under your bed." And Grace is like, "Huh?" <laughs> he he just says to her, "He's like, oh hey Grace, don't worry. I talked to Grant, and he's totally cool with me. He's totally cool in your with house. It. That is, and <laughs> you'll never guess what Grace hadn't heard about. <laughs> what a hilarious situation! Grace is very mad that Tom's family is moving in, and that Tom is happy, according to to everyone else. She, she's mad. Yeah, she's mad that Jack would be moving into the house, yes. which she didn't know about. She's mad that. By the, but what she says, Jack is like, oh, "Bye," and then uh, Grace is like, "Mom, if Jack is moving out of the guest house, please don't tell me that Rachel is moving in with Tom." And hey, remember last episode, which was this was less than 24 fucking hours ago when Kathleen was on the phone with Grace at the store and she was like, I'm here talking to Rachel about moving in with Tom. No, I don't recall that. Okay. So it's Grace's, on Brenda's vision, Sam. This is speaking of Brenda's vision, uh I there's a grotesque vision on my screen right now. Is it that uh is that face that Grace is making? Because Grace is like st- Grace is like talking. She's like staring at her mom, like mouth agape in horror at the well, idea she just of found Jack out a living in the twist. house with her, in the room next to her. While yeah, Rachel that is and her fair. Kids I was going to be like, is she really- with Tom. Yeah. And Kathleen says, "Don't make that face. It's not attractive." Thanks, Kathleen. Very cool of you. And then Grace gets mad and she hangs up, and the laptop does like a CSI ass bleep bloop. <laughs> yeah, t- yeah, Kathleen's like, I gotta hack into the mainframe. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, uh, Joe comes in and he, he sidles up next to her on the keyboard and they're typing together. Typing and they're doing together to hack together. faster. They're yeah. doing tandem hacking to do very fast hacking. The thing about keyboards is the more people you have on them, the faster you can type. So right. Keep that in mind next time you're trying to get your essay done in time. That's right. Uh, um, so. Hey, Ricky... we're, we're with Ricky and he's mad because Amy's dad. Someone told Amy's dad that they moved in. Probably Ashley, he thinks. And somehow Ricky found out about that. I don't know. Yeah, he found out about Maybe it. Maybe Amy told him. I don't know. And then, uh, yeah, he he's like, who told your dad? Was it Ashley? This is why I don't want you saying anything to Adrian. And then Amy's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty bad if I told Adrian and Adrian Ashley. told Ruben and Ruben told my dad. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and, then and then Ricky Ricky's makes the like, face like, oh, God. Ricky tells her he doesn't want her to say anything to Adrian about us moving in together, even though she already did. Well, and he doesn't then, know that she did. He doesn't know that, but he thinks that, yeah. And he, t- but then he also already told her that this doesn't need to be a big deal. Remember yeah. last episode? 
I mean, his idea of it not being a big deal, I guess, is that George never finds out. <laughs> ben meets Ricky in the hallway, and I noticed that, that there are signages on the hallway that are the exact same as in the Just Say Me episode. I'm just like, can you fucking update your set once in the span of two seasons of television, please? I said this to you on Discord. I'm sorry. I I think that that's an observation that nobody in the universe would ever I know, have made no, unless okay. they're doing the exact specific thing that we're doing or watching a season two episode over and over while also watching through the show chronologically. Okay, but you ever see on a show like or in a movie, of you course. ever see like movie props where it's like a newspaper that you can read through the article? Like they they do so much detailing on on like well-made tv shows of course of course of course but the the i i i, I i'm can't saying that the show them. has had less effort put it like remember when they had decorated lockers that told you little bits about the character characters i i i, I it, it's just to me like this is such an incredibly specific thing that nobody would ever notice and i can't blame them for not putting effort into it considering the other things they don't put effort into like writing important fair. scenes where adrian decides to keep fair it yeah i just get mad about it that's just like I know Brenda has the lightest touch and she's an expert writer, but like, <laughs> I feel like they should fire the set designers is what I'm trying to say. Well, Bre- Brenda, Brenda like saw the set designers like opening the little like glass display case to put, to put a new poster in. in it. And she's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? If you do that, people are going to think well, that this is a different school. A different school. <laughs> uh, so they're gonna, there's ben... going to be in the last episode, it'll be like secret life quiz. What is the Grant high school mascot? And it'll be like. The le- leprechauns, I think. The lepers. I think it's the lepers. The, lepre- the Grant High School lepers. So Ben goes up to Ricky and asks him if he can talk to Amy because he's upset with her. And Ricky's like, can you fucking stop asking my permission to talk to Amy? And Ben is like, I'm not happy with Amy telling Adrian that they're living together. And then Ricky, I think the thing that I would expect him to respond is, uh, like, so she did tell her or So whatever. she did tell Amy. But yeah. instead, he says... What's the big deal, Ben? How does what does it matter? Even though he feels the same way that Ben does. Yeah. Well, Ben Whatever. says it's a little too soon to rub your cohabitative bliss in my face. Yeah, and then Ricky little says, baby How about I rub man. my cohabitative dick in your face?" And then Ben goes, "No." Does it. It's and pretty then, epic. And then he says, "Say it." And then Ricky Ricky points out he's like, "Well, Adrian already knew that Amy was staying over all the time." And then Ben says, "Staying over and living together. It's semantics. This is what teens need Low to class know." The, the. You said, "You said may Amy move, can Amy move into me?" When you should have said, "May Amy move in with me?" <laughs> How dare you? I think you mean whom? <laughs> I'm very intelligent. Uh, so so uh, Ben Ben says, "Okay." I, I, I gotta give him credit for finally pointing out how fucking... He, he's like, you think that what Adrian wants to hear about right now is you and Amy and John living together in the little apartment above my family's butcher shop like it's some sort of frickin' fairy tale? And like, yeah, that's pretty stupid that that's what's happening in the show. Thank you for pointing that out, Ben. Oh, quick cool teen moment here. Because Ben's screaming at Ricky in the hallway, and then Ricky says, Hey, Ben, why don't we go find somewhere quiet outside where people can't hear us fight? And that's just cool teen moment material for me. Yeah, uh, they go Thanks, outside, Ricky. and Ricky's like, You okay. can tell they're outside because stock bird noises are playing. Yeah, uh, Ricky's like, okay, Ben, let's, this let's just Leo get this out. When he said everyone's tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I think that you're the one who's really upset about this, not Adrian, and I agree. And then Ricky gives Ben some incredibly weird advice. It's not, it's, it's... <laughs> Look, Ben, you're here a teenager who got married for the wrong I, I've got reasons. it all written down here word for okay. word because I'm me. Here we go. 
I didn't want to be with Amy when I found out she was pregnant, or even when she had John. It took a long time, a very long time, for things to change between us. I wanted to run, and I know you want to run, but you can't right now. And you know that. Just wait it out, Ben. You might feel differently in another year or two. Things might get better between you or Adrian and Adrian. Oh, Ricky, Ricky. You got married for the wrong reasons. Ricky. Maybe you'll stay together for the right reasons. Ricky, Ricky, you know the difference between your situation and Ben's situation is that you and Amy were not married when and John also was born. A a baby. And huh? And there was a, also a baby that a lived. A living baby. A living baby that you both Pretty had to take difference. care of. That you and you weren't dating you like Ben and Adrian's situation was like, well, we're having a baby, so we have no choice but to fall in love. Like Ricky and Ben and Amy didn't have that situation; they just like fell in love over time because they were hanging out together a lot. Right, but that's what Ricky says. Ricky puts a hand on Ben's shoulder and he says, "Falling in love love is such an easy thing to do." And uh, he says that he loves Amy and he's going to be with her, only her, for the rest of his life. Holy shit! What a fucking time skip between seasons. Writing is so hard. It's so look. Brenda has the subtlest touch maybe too subtle to make such drastic character changes Ricky's happen fucking king commit of monogamy town <laughs> he's gonna be like he's like i don't need he's like i don't need this anymore and he burns his like book full of full of the old named women that he <laughs> has sex with all the time he's so like, long dolores need- <laughs> goodbye uh grandma <laughs> goodbye <laughs> granny <laughs> So <laughs> I couldn't think of a name for an old person. So that that's the name for most old. I mean, people. yeah, I mean, I think that I call the the oldest person that I talk to regularly. I this call our grandma. grandma. <laughs> oh God! Bye, Bubby. Bye, Zeta. Why am I doing Ben voice? Uh, anyway, uh, so Ben Ben tells Ricky. He says, "If I leave Adrian, you'll feel even sorrier for her than you do now. Way too, way too sorry for sorry her not to, to not sleep, sleep with, her. with her. You've changed, but not that much. Yeah." We know each other a little too well at this point. No, you don't, don't know we? Ricky. He's king commitment now. Ricky just glares at him and shakes his head and leaves because I, uh, I, no, I don't. I it? think you're wrong, Ben. I think you're incorrect. I don't know about you, Sam, but in the twenty, almost twenty-two years I've been alive, I've never felt like like when I, you know, how fucking old are you? My, I'm twenty. You I'm said you were twenty-one earlier. Okay, I'm t- 21 now, but I'm almost 22. I'm turning 22 tomorrow. Okay. Not to date this episode. I anyway. Ass- I, I assumed that you were saying how old you are now. What are you, 26? I have had lots of friends. I've known people who have gone through loss. I've had friends who have lost parents. I've had friends who have lost siblings. Never in my life has it ever come across to me to see a friend grieving and been like, I gotta, I gotta fuck that now. <laughs> That's what I need to do to really fix this situation. Well, you're not Ricky. Oh, you're right. I'm not. I mean, Ricky, your friends but, aren't Ricky. But Ricky is King Commitment now, so why would he be doing right? That? Ricky's not Ricky either. Oh, it's because he's Ricky. That's right. right. Okay, Ricky and uh, yeah. Ricky. Is is Ben threatening to dump Adrian so that Ricky cheats on Amy so that Amy dumps Ricky and Ben can swoop <laughs> yes. in and get her back? Because he says that the way he says, if we, if we split up, you'll feel even sorrier because you're gonna want to sleep with Adrian and it'll yeah. ruin your. So he is. He's threatening to break up. This is the most convoluted web of lies I've ever heard. He's gonna yeah. break up with Amy. Adrian. He's threatening to break up with Adrian so Ricky will have no choice because this is who he is, but to sleep with her because that'll make her feel better and also this implies to ben that no matter what happened to her adrian still wants to sleep with adrian with uh, ricky it's a chain reaction a crazy contraption (laughs) 
the, the mouse trap that begins with, with stillbirth is the is the first step in mouse tra- in fuck trap. Yeah. Uh, so Jack tells uh, Madison about the move, and she's very upset, and so am I, but probably for different they reasons. They literally already d- they call out the fact that Jack and Madison have already had this drama happen to them before. Because mm-hmm. Jack's like, you were already upset about me moving into the guest house. What does it matter if I'm living under Grace's bed? Let's just do the same scene again. Who Let's cares? Let's just do it again. And then he's like, he's like, well, I'm going to only be in there for a few weeks or whatever, and then I'm graduating, and then I'm going to go to Phoenix to go to college, and then Madison I'm gonna says, I'm going to go to ASU what because I'm a douche bro. To? And he says, Arizona. Yeah. Oh, thanks, uh, Jack. Yeah, but th- th- he, he's like, I miss my parents. I want to live close to them, and Arizona is a perfect school for me to get a longboard and carve it up. Madison, I miss video games. I miss my mom. She she says, like, he, he yeah, he, he's like, I'm going to go to college in Arizona, and she's even more upset about that. Yeah, she's and then he's like, like, well, you could just wait a year she's and like, then oh, go to Oh, even if you got a full scholarship to a school here, you would not you would go to be near your parents. He's like, yeah, wouldn't I want to live with my me? mom and dad. They abandoned me, and I miss them. Yeah, like, and then he's wh- like, he's like, why would he miss her? So like, this is what they're arguing about. The relationship is so fucked up. The only reason they're still dating is because they decided to be abstinent for the fifth five thousandth time. Yeah. and then Madison's just like, oh, well, I don't want to miss you. And then Jack's like, well, if you can just wait a year, you can come to Arizona College too. And then she's like, okay, I'm fine now. Right. And I what she you, says, Jack. what she says, she smiles and she goes, oh, okay. I still don't like the idea of you living with Grace, but if in the end I win, I'm okay with that. I love love. I'm such a sucker for a soppy love story. I had two horrifying, bone-chilling thoughts here. (laughs) This could put a chill in your spine, listeners. Number one, Madison, I, I literally am like physically uncomfortable thinking about this. Madison... When she says, she's like, if I win, I'm okay with that. She, like, uh, grabs his hand, and they walk down the hallway together. Aww. And she she's Aww. smiling so big. She's like, yay! And Cute. he's making cuck face. He's, of course he is. And I realized, I don't think I've ever seen Madison smiling without Jack making cuck face. <laughs> I don't think he's ever <laughs> felt happy when she feels happy. I don't think he's ever In felt fact, happy with her more than that. When she feels happy, he, he feels... always feels bad. Sam, I'm a sucker for mush. I don't know about you, but I, you know, the drama between Adrian and Ben and Ricky and Amy gets me down sometimes. It's nice to have a fluffy love story in the middle. If I was smiling and my girlfriend made cuck face, I'd be like, whoa, are you what okay? Is, what is wrong with our relationship right now that every I'd be like, time- whoa, did I, what's, what's going on? Did I- did I upset you? I'm so well, sorry. The, the what happened? The thing ha- is, is that oh Jack God, doesn't okay? want to break up with Madison, but he does because he really wants to date Grace, who Madison would date him. sees Jack make cuck face every time she smiles, and she doesn't care. That's like a a, a pop song, right? Like every time we touch, you make cuck face. <laughs> I think uh, that's like here's it's here's just my a little second crush, horrifying thought. Not like and I fade when you make the face of a cuck. Here's my second horrifying thought. Yeah, and I don't want to dwell on this for very long at all because if I think about it too much, I'll have a panic attack. Okay. We're we're two episodes in, and yeah. I I I getting the very very uh, uh, intense sense that this entire season's plot for Jack and Madison is going to be exactly the same as last season. So Not let's just move on. I don't want to they... talk about that okay. anymore. Let's just move okay. on. 
We just got to move on. We're going to get a whole season of that. Um. Anyway. I don't want to talk about okay, that. Okay. Okay. There's a big thing to talk about in this scene that Amy's I'm excited Amy's in Poop about. City again. They're in Poop City. So Amy and Lauren are talking about Poop Amy City, feels guilty. Bitch, poops. Anyway. She, she, she's like, I should have just told Ricky the truth. I'm lying. I'm putting our relationship in jeopardy. Can we, can um, we, can we just really emphasize the fact that she's at Poop City with just Lauren and not Madison? It's yeah. I I, I was almost expected like Madison to appear from upstairs like I, retroactively. Kudos to Amy for finally realizing that Madison should never be a part of any of her conversations, but especially not important ones. She so she feels guilty, blah blah blah. And then Lauren just says to go tell him the truth, and Amy says she doesn't want to mess anything up because she's so happy. And then uh, yeah, Lauren, very very correct advice from Lauren, by the way. It's been like five minutes since she lied yeah. to Ricky about uh, how she just, had already just, talked to Adrian. Just mend it. Just mend it, go Amy. talk to him. Tell him I'm sorry. I panicked. I didn't want to upset you. And I, the truth is, I already told Adrian about us living together. Anyway, then, you get a knock on the door, and then Ricky walks into the bathroom. He's just here in the bathroom. He's in here the in the bathroom, bathroom in fine. the women's bathroom. See, this is to me Brenda's the subtlest storytelling. This because we know that this takes place in Bernie universe, where Bernie's the president. So I think that in this universe, they've like they've just fully. Like, just all ba- bathrooms are gender neutral now. I don't I remember when we established that, but I forget everything that we say on this podcast after Well, it's because, it like, I think house, it's so because it's Amy is just financially perfectly capable of having and taking care of a baby by herself. Ah, that's right. That's the only explanation. It's Bernie universe. Um, or Free healthcare but, um, so I... So, yeah, Ricky, like, walk, like I, I genuinely, for real... I do not think it crossed Brenda's mind or anyone's mind that Ricky just wanders into the bathroom and no one No, it does, it does it. not come up. He's just there's, in there. There's not now. like a Ricky. This is the no. It, it, this is yeah. It just doesn't happen. Uh, so couldn't they have just like had? Couldn't they have just had like Amy and and uh, Lauren walk out of the bathroom and then Ricky's just they run nope. into Ricky there? Nope. So Ricky does that like, mean Ricky followed her to the bathroom? Yeah. So were Ricky's they in class? Like, okay. Yeah. So Ricky's like, hey Amy, what? Uh, what's nice that? to see Sorry. you in the bathroom here. I'm gonna go over to I'm gonna go over to George after work and talk to him because I don't want him to be mad at us and. Amy's like, uh, Ricky? And he's like, yeah? And she goes, uh, uh, like I said earlier, like, I know how to handle my dad. Just leave it alone, Ricky. And Ricky's like, okay, well, I gave, I was giving you a window to be honest with me because I knew you were lying and you didn't take the opportunity, so here we go! Hey! Anyway, Amy, then, come on! Come on, Amy. Anyway, it's, it's, this is my favorite, is because, because the bell rings and then, then, uh, we cut to commercial. I don't know what that bell means, but whatever. Um, and we cut to the butcher I, shop. I, I, I want to. I just want to say about this uh, conflict, though. Like, I I disagree with Ricky having a problem with Amy talking to Adrian about that. I think he's like yeah. completely wrong about that. But like, I think that it's it's one thing to be like, Ricky, I'm I'm sorry. I I disagree with you. I don't need your permission to talk to my friend about my life, and I'm going to tell her what if if it comes up, I'm not going to hide it from her. That's one thing. But to do it behind his back and then continue to lie and to him then, about then, it intentionally lie to him the first time i think it's whatever because li- like i said she panicked she didn't want to upset him that's fine she talked to lauren lauren was like here's this good advice she's like yeah you're right and then ricky comes in and is like got something you want to tell me and she goes fuck you like come on amy yeah anyway th- this this drama is immediately resolved in the next scene basically but, that's what's uh, amazing. That's what's amazing is that they were. It, 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 it doesn't matter. It never they, matters. They were setting it up like here's the fight of the season, and then and then we come back from commercial, and Ricky's like, "Oh, I'm over that." Yeah, he he was basically like, "I just wanted to be the bigger person." Sorry, Amy. But what I liked is that he's like closing up the butcher shop for the night, 
but you can clearly see outside that it's broad daylight and there's no reason for them to be closing. What hours does this place have? Yes. Yes. Anyway, he like talks uh, it, it to is, John. It is near summer in LA, so it it probably stays Maybe. light out fairly late. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, Ricky just says to like Johnny's like, "Your mom, I, how was your day, John? My day was kind of bad because Amy lied to me, but 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 I even blah blah blah, and I love her. And this is your home, Amy. You don't need to go yeah, home. She, she's like, "Come this on, Ricky. Your like, home. you knew I lied, and you intentionally set me up to lie again." And he's he's like, okay, yeah, I, I did kind of do that. I'm sorry. And she she apologizes for lying, and he apologizes for baiting her. And then they patch things up cleanly and immediately, now that the viewers have had a commercial break to think that this would matter at all. And he says, he I, says yeah. I think, hmm, do, hmm, I can't, I, I don't know if I like or dislike this, because I it's nice to see that, I don't know, maybe this scene is okay. Because I think the issue here is that, Amy was not prepared for this to be okay. Like she thought this would be a huge thing between them. And then Ricky's like, whatever, it's fine. Like I was, I was, I would, I would agree with you. I would agree with you that this was about teenagers blowing things out of proportion. If stuff like this didn't happen all the time, right? If they weren't resolving conflicts between commercial breaks immediately after introducing them. Like, remember when Peter was like, I can't date you Griffin, a character who is still on the show. I promise I can't date you because my dad and my parents don't know. And they're really homophobic. And then the dad's just like, Hello, son. I'm just here to accept you. I always knew. They're right. just like they can't. Sorry, I have another call. It's probably my dad calling to be mean about me being gay. And then his dad's like, "Hey, son. I heard. I. 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 Uh, I, I knew. Heard... I. Already, I knew your entire life that you were gay. And I just decided at this moment. I plum forgot. <laughs> right. I was just gonna tell I you. I figured the cameras were you. on. I. Could, I should probably tell you that I love you and I'm so happy that you're gay. And then he eats 12 tacos. Um, <laughs> he eats 12 tacos. So here's a bad scene with Ben and Henry uh, and Alice. But, uh, j- just to finish my thought, though. Uh, it is it is nice to see that their relationship is at a point where they can handle things like this maturely, even if the show can't. <laughs> the characters are transcending the bonds of the show. Right, and not the show's even like, Brenda isn't this cool them. drama? Yeah. What if they hate each other and break up? And they're just like, oh, just no like, big no. deal. The rest of the show is Brenda trying to throw a spanner in the works and the characters themselves just being like, no, we're normal people. We can't let that bother us. Just like with a with a baseball bat, like blocking every spanner that comes their way. <laughs> That's really, yeah, they're going to like Ben and Adrian break up and Adrian's like, I'm so horny because I'm sad. And then they're Ricky's going to be like, Beat Saber with Brenda throwing spanners at them. <laughs> proverbial spran no literal spanners because she yes, has the lightest li- touch <laughs> brenda is throwing wrenches at them the lightest touch sam okay <laughs> so ben is not going to go to work today because amy and ricky Did have we? had hmm oh no, oh sorry. sorry the way, the way i took my notes were a little weird because my bad uh, i wrote the wrong thing i wrote the wrong no, no, no. Thing. We, we get the end of that amy and ricky yeah. scene and then it does like a funny cut to the ben and and friends scene so what happens to get that transition is amy's like I understand if you're mad at me and want me to go back home. And Ricky's like, this is your home. It's no big deal. Let's go have dinner. And she's like, okay, cool. And then we cut to Ben, like, Ricky room. got what he wanted. Yeah. This, I, I'm sorry. I said he's not going. I'm sure he's not going to work because Amy and Ricky are having. He's saying it's not going to work between Adrian and Ben. No, it's not working between Amy and Ricky because Amy and Ricky are having sex and Ricky only wants sex. That's what it is. Right. He, he And this is another scene that just goes on and on and on. And it's and, things that we've all heard before. Right. Ben is just like, it's so wrong. Ricky's having sex and with Amy. They're Adrian. not even married. Blah, blah, blah. I'm George. And then uh, Henry and Alice are like, 
so visibly uncomfortable with this conversation. Why do they still hang out with him? And Ben is like, isn't this just great? The three of us hanging out together in my room, just like old times anyway, Ricky. Oh, and then Henry says, is it too soon to ask if, and then Ben says, if I don't want to be married? No, because I can't get out of it and I hate it. It feels so good to say that I don't want to marry that bitch. He says, really as soon that- as anything changes, I'm running I'm for the running door. I'm running towards the door. Now this Benjamin is- Benjamin Boykovich. First of all, you should have never gotten married to begin with. Right. That's the first mistake you made, my friend. Uh Uh-huh. Second of all, I do agree that maybe hitting Adrian with a divorce while she's she's going through this shit, maybe not the best idea. Right. But my wormy little friend... Maybe not be so excited about it. No, to your friends. I mean, this is an incredibly complicated situation for anyone to be they in, let alone married. a teenager. But, like, what he needs is he needs to talk to his therapist about it, ideally a therapist who's good instead of Ken Fields. And, and he needs to, he, like, I, I can, first of all, I, I can tell you the correct solution isn't to make Adrian think that she has a committed husband for emotional support while he's silently thinking to himself the entire time. I I'm getting the fuck out of here as soon as she can take the heartbreak. Like, that's horrible. Like, no. I think, I think the, the correct thing to do, in my unprofessional opinion, is if he would just say to Adrian, like, hey, I, I have to be honest with you. I'm always going to be here for you as, as, I, we're your, friends. as your we've, friend we've, and as someone been, who is grieving with you. We've been through a, more than together than most people have. Right. But I, the, uh, this, this whole thing has not... made me realize, like, I, I got married to raise this baby with you, and I I don't think that this Th- is this right This relationship for us. is what we need right I think now. that, she, like, I don't think that she wants to hear that, but it's But it certainly... also is not cool to play with her emotions like that, be like, I'll always right. be here for you, Adrian, and I love you, and then be like, I hate that, I hate her. Right, and then Alice is like, we were just gonna ask if it's okay for us to visit Adrian yet. Why do they hang stuff. out with him? Why do they hang out with him? Funny stuff. And it's she super says, funny. how about you don't tell anyone about what you just told us, which is bad advice. Tell your therapist. And then Ben says he feels less guilty saying it every time. I Anyway. Well, okay, I, world man, I shattering news, I, Sam. I think that that's huh? a fair and correct way for him to feel. That's fine. Because he, but he never situa- should have been in this marriage in the no. first place. He's realizing that it, was, that it was a mistake and he's he's accepting that he wants out. And I think that's completely fair, completely understandable. And but I also, agree 100% that he should not feel guilty about that. But also, I don't appreciate the fact that A, he's doing this. And B, he's telling Adrian that he loves her all the time. But right. C, he's also like, I can't believe that Amy and Ricky are dating. If I right, leave this Adrian, is not Ricky, the way, Ben. Like, he's just like insult. He's like using this as a threat. No, I hate he, him. His, his gleefulness at the idea of dumping Adrian the second he can is not good. Anyway, uh, um, but good news. World, sh- world shattering news, Sam. Funny Betty visit Adrian. But guess what? It's That's not what I care about. I'm talking about the fact that Jeff has been dethroned because they are clearly eating food that is not from Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill. Yeah. So it's not- well, it's, Dude, it's, did you see where it's from? It's from Poppy's Tacos. It's from Poppy's Tacos. So I guess that they finally opened back up. Ben has finally sold the business. Jeff's is still the only bar and grill, though. That's true. It's the only, but it's not the only restaurant. If Poppy's anymore. the only. Well, yeah, we Poppy's don't call the it the only, only restaurant shop. anymore. It's been a while. Yeah, it's it's just Poppy's the only shop. Poppy's the only taco the restaurant. Taco shop. <laughs> yeah, taco stand that is great for teen marriages. Yeah, teen uh, proposals. So Betty is visiting Adrian, and she tells. You're not Jewish, are you? Yeah, well, are you covering let, up let's, all your? Let's beers? contextualize, let's contextualize yeah. that line first, okay? Yeah, 
Yeah. She says, I hate to see you like this. And Adrian says, like what? Like and what? she says, you're not Jewish. You haven't covered up all the mirrors, have you? Which is referring to a thing in the Jewish morning tradition of Shiva. And yeah. Anyway, Adrian says, she says, Adrian, don't settle like looking, don't settle for looking like a tomato. You used to be such a, a hot tomato. I'd call you a hot tamale, but tamales are thin. And ha, ha that's really funny. And that's then really she, funny, tells Brenda. She's, she tells Adrian, I think you should go to the gym. Funny Get stuff. some shoes that tighten your butt up. First of all, she had a baby two months ago. Can you fucking chill out yeah, for a yeah, second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the funny trope of like, you need to lose the baby weight, except it's the dead baby weight. The dead baby weight. Which like it's I bad mean, enough to it's fucking bad enough to be like come on you just had a baby yeah. shouldn't you look hot to me yeah when the and baby is Adrian alive is like Adrian says Betty I I don't know why Adrian has so much patience with Betty of all people but she's just no like, it's so I fucking hate this scene dude she's just like Betty I with all because due spoiler respect, alert Adrian loves it and this is exactly yeah, what she, she needed it. to she's hear like I don't Ben doesn't care what I look like and then Betty says as a former pro I know that all that Ben former cares about funny about you. funny funny sex worker funny joke. Work. Sex. Ha, ha, ha. I love big sausage on my pizza. Anyway, Betty says that she can mourn and still look good. Just think about Jackie Kennedy. Well, this kind of reminds me of when Grace said that there's you've never seen a cheerleader in mourning, which means that cheerleaders have never had anyone in their life die. Right. Um, Betty calls her a big hot mess when she should be a hot big mess and then tells her to get pregnant again because that's what <laughs> the- would really get Ben's uh, cock going. Oh, boy. Uh, this is th- this At this point, by the way, uh, like... Uh, first of all i think that if if betty had said like hey adrian i i think i think maybe you go ahead sam ultimate challenge try to make this conversation better if if betty had said adrian i i think you might feel a little better if you if you got cleaned up a little like your morning a shower you don't have to wallow like if you if you showered and if you if you cleaned up a little went outside maybe yeah, I think I think like some yeah, you, I think you would feel a little bit less miserable. And Adrian probably wouldn't like to hear that, but she wouldn't no. like to hear this either. Like it's a completely but she different thing but to she, be like. But 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 Sam, hey, you're, hey, you're Adrian, wrong. you look like shit, and I bet your husband hates to look at you. How about but you lose some of your baby weight and get some sexy right clothes now? for your ass? Is that she does love to hear it? Right, and she, she agrees because then that's when Betty is like, smile, look at look at Jackie Kennedy and Adrian. I guess is like struck by the absurdity of this horrible conversation. Like kind of starts <laughs> laughing a little bit. That's when Betty says, you're a hot mess. And Adrian goes, are you saying I'm fat? And Betty says, yeah, that yes. too. <laughs> uh, why did the show, the show didn't do this for three seasons. Why did it decide to start body shaming? It yes. never did. It never used to do this before. Yes. Comedy. How does it do that? Uh, it, is, it is the funniest. Remember earlier this way. episode when you said that Brenda didn't do body shaming in this episode? <laughs> No, well, I was saying worry. that it's a fucking. We're only dude, body was, shaming Adrian. Sam, I was being sarcastic when I said that. I oh, said I'm that sorry, because I, I was talking about this scene. I, I'll be I was honest. Saying this I, was a good episode because there was no body shaming. In I it. watched this episode last night and I had forgotten about that. Oh, uh, you idiot! So Betty, Betty literally tells Adrian, "You have a beautiful smile. You look better when you're smiling. So how about you smile, honey?" Yeah, it's like. Well, she, you know, that's what she hears because she's always wanted to work for a big, important man. And that's what the big, important man would tell her if she was yeah, feeling probably. sad. And then Betty, Adrian, Ugh. like, forces a smile. And <laughs> funny, she's got she's gross got... food all over her Ooh. teeth, the disgusting, filthy pig Ew. of a woman. God, I hate <laughs> she's her. He's a 3D PD. Isn't Adrian just such a vile piece of shit? Don't we I hate, hate her? her. We hate Don't Adrian. Don't we hate Adrian? Remember when she was mean to Amy, the main character? God, she sickens me. God, I hate her. I'm going um, to... 
I, and then Betty now, literally I, I hugs her. I don't think it's a good says, idea to threaten to kill Brenda Hampton on our podcast. It wouldn't be a great. I mean, and if that's I know that. One thing, that's all I have to say about that. I know one thing about threatening to kill celebrities. Um, because friend of the show Roy Fuck, Fuck Warlock was banned from Twitter for saying she was going to kill Roy Romano as a joke. So maybe we <laughs> Roy Romano. Do that. Roy Romano. <laughs> she didn't even. She just tweeted at her friend the words "I'm gonna I'm kill going you, to kill Ray, Ray, Romano, Ray Romano," which is a reference to a funny picture of someone with a lower back tattoo that says that. Which she told Twitter, normal website, who refused her appeal and said, "Sorry, you're banned forever. Fuck you." Well, twi- well, you know, God, if she had said like, if she had said website. like, "I'm going to kill all Jews," then it would have been like, "Welcome back." Anyway, uh, Roy's probably going to be on next week, hopefully. Thanks, Roy. Uh, anyway, Adrian and Betty hug, and then she says, you stink like shit, you little you little rat. And then Adrian's like, I'd love to hear this. Ha ha ha. Yeah, Adrian's like smiling and laughing for real now. She's the like, first ha, ha, time. You're... She says, you're the first person to treat me like I'm not going to break, because who's Amy with that conversation that she no, had yesterday where no, she did that exact same no, thing? No. And then Betty says, honey, you're already broken. <laughs> Thanks, Betty! Yay! And Betty says... Uh, what you went through shatters people, but you have to pick the pieces up and put them back together again. And then Adrian hugs Betty and says, I don't think I can. And Betty says, you have to. You stink. And you have to take a bath. And Adrian laughs and she loves it. Adrian says that she's afraid that Ben will leave her, despite everyone saying that he won't. And then she says she says she wouldn't b- blame Ben if he left her. And then yeah, Betty, and Betty says, says, that would be a horrible won't. thing. Don't worry. I know. Here's the thing. Come with me to come to me with with me to uh, Leo's wife's grave while I tell you this. When you're married, you're married. He's in it for the <laughs> long haul. He was in it for the better, and now he's in it for the worse. Oh my god! Oh my god! Come with Betty, me to Ben's mom's Betty, grave if you want then, to live. But then, but but then Betty says, if yeah. you want to stay with Ben. I know a way you can get him to stay with you. And the moral of this story is that Adrian should get hot again. Oh, I thought you were going to say Adrian should get pregnant again. Because that no, would the get moral of the story is that Adrian needs to get hot again. Ladies, teen girls, teen girls, here's advice from you, Brenda. If you're in a relationship and the guy is not feeling it, it's because you are ugly. Have you gone through horrific trauma? Why don't you look sexier? Why don't so your you boyfriend will want to fuck you? I'm miserable. I'm depressed as fuck. But that's I that's the great moral of the it. story. The actual. This is what Brenda. That's the Hampton, point of this arc. Seinfeld joke. This is what Brenda Ham- Hampton actually believes. That's South Park. What's that, what did, I, did I say? Seinfeld. He said Seinfeld. They're basically the same show if you think about it. I love that good Seinfeld humor. <laughs> uh, and then nothing's off limits for Seinfeld, especially yeah. when you know you're dating a minor. Yeah, just like or saying the hell. Like if if. If they wanted to do the brutal honesty, like, Adrian, you gotta take a look at yourself. Like, there's a million better ways to do that than but this. But also, Adrian's, like, having the first laugh she's had since no, her she fucking, fucking loves baby it. died. Why is she laughing of now of all times? Because she loves it. Betty's a you know funny how the Bowmans have You know how the Bowmans have family dinners? This is the familiest dinner of all of them. I adore this because the saddest mental image of all time is Kathleen Bowman eating dinner with her son, with her ex, with her daughter's ex-boyfriend is the only person who will eat dinner with her anymore in her house. And well, she... that's not even true. Why? Oh, why? Because what? that's not what happens. What do you mean? That's not what happens. Yeah, they were like, oh, I'm sorry, I skipped forward in my notes. I'm sorry. Or wait, maybe I misheard all... you. Who eats with Kathleen? Jack. Oh, sorry. I thought I thought you said uh, her her son's. No, but I misread the order because because Betty is like, or Kathleen goes into the guest house 
to see that uh, Rachel and the wonderfully named Ronnie. Ronnie and, and Bonnie. Bonnie. I thought that Brenda Hampton was bad at teen names. These are my two young children and we named them with rhymes. How cute is that? My God. This is my infant son, Ronnie, Ronald, and Bonald is my daughter. Oh my god. Um, Tom tells the kids to say hi to their new grandma, and uh, they say, they, then Kathleen's like, just call me Kathleen. Whoa, uh, you Rachel, skipped over some shit. Oh no, sorry, because Bonnie says, are you our, Ronnie says, are you our new grandma? And then Bonnie, funny, cute little kid says, our last grandma died of being old. Yeah, it's precocious, do you get it? And then, and then Ronnie says, no chance of that with this one, and winks like a normal human child. Well, she's threatening to murder Kathleen. <laughs> Before she so, can, she, Ka- yeah, she can Kathleen's like, age. you can just call me Kathleen. You don't have to call me Grandma. But I don't know. This was a decently cute moment. Like you could tell, she's like kind of realizing she's like, oh, I'm gonna have some little kids around, and she's kind of psyched about it. It's such a weird situation. It is very weird, but it's whatever. a very strange situation. Anyway, uh, it, it's the, the situation like, we've got. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's true. Anyway, Kathleen comes back into the house and she says, I guess it's just you and me, Jack. Time for me and Jack to eat dinner alone my together. My ex, my son, like, fuck, it's so hard to, the, the relationship between Kathleen and Jack is so illogical and weird that I cannot put it into words. Time to eat dinner with my daughter's ex-boyfriend who lives with us. Yep. And he's like, um, and also Tom, my son at, smashed his nuts with a football. And look at how happy Tom is. You can't be upset about that. And then he's like, thanks for letting me stay. I hope Grace doesn't mind. And then she says, well, if Grace and Grant mind, then whatever happens, happens. Yeah, and he's like, what do you mean? Are you secretly hoping Grace and Grace Grant break again, up? Please. And I she says, she says, Grant is nice and his family is nice. And I love how old uh, his dad is. <laughs> his old dad who's never, where he's never coming back because he's too expensive. But you teens are all so fucking weird being this serious about your relationships. And I would love it if you would stop. And what Jack do you think? completely hmm. unnecessarily I wonder goes, what happened. Yeah. Well, I, wonder I really what do happened. love Madison. I wonder what happened on this show that maybe made the teens a little too ready to get married and be like together like i wonder what if anyone ever told them like when you're with someone you gotta marry them if you want to have sex with someone uh, then that probably means... every adult but oh, so yeah, okay. kathleen says to jack she's like are you really so in love with madison that you wouldn't do anything if grace like tapped on your door one night and said that she wants to get back together and jack and goes, then he just pulls out did, did you say something bring... he just pulls out his phone and it's like madison it's not gonna work out i'll <laughs> talk to you later yeah, but then Kathleen says, no, she didn't say anything. And then Jack goes, oh, well, then no. And she goes, no what? And he says, I... No, ma'am. I wouldn't want to get back with Grace. Yeah, and he calls Madison and he says, we're back together. Right. And, and this <laughs> was the like, moment where I was like... Now. This was the moment where I was like, oh my fucking god, it's season four, They're still and we're doing still it. on this they shit with the fucking, the only thing two. that happened with Jack for all of season they fucking broke three up is early the thing that's gonna happen two with all season fucking four. doing this! I'm gonna throw my computer if I keep talking about this, let's move on. Yeah, so we can't Sam, we this. need to make a New Year's resolution that we talk about Jack and Madison and Grace as little as possible in season four, or I will die. Yep. So Leo says to Ben, uh, don't get too used to hanging out in your room again. Hey, you Ben's in his are... bed with his shoes on again. Yeah. Well, Can I kill him yet? Home. Can I beat uh, his head and... with a two by four? Yeah. And Ben says, okay, cool. I know, I know. Hey, dad, I was just thinking, wh- what if she leaves me? <laughs> what if and I he... got her? He is so excited about this hypothetical free pass to get out of jail to do some things he needs to do. Shut the fuck up. How dare you? And then he 
he How says holy that? shit holy shit holy shit yeah. he says he says what if adrian realizes the same things that i realized that we shouldn't have gotten married and that she wants to go back home she's a very smart woman and she was always very independent he's just like he's like you know i've been thinking about adrian it, dad. is better off without me i've been thinking about it dad and this entire storyline was completely out of character for adrian wasn't it <laughs> You know, Adrian isn't really the type of person who would commit to motherhood at 17. What if Adrian realizes that none of this made sense and she doesn't want to be in mar- she doesn't want to be married? I don't know, I changed my mind about this marriage, but that time when she said it it made sense as opposed to the other time when it made no sense. Right. Anyway, so Leo says uh it uh, could happen, but don't try to make it happen. Well, what Leo says is is this why you're so upset about Ricky and Amy leaving yeah. together? Because you were secretly hoping that Ricky Adrian and, would leave. that Ricky would cheat on Amy with Adrian, and then you would be free. And and I'm and I'm thinking to myself as he's saying that I'm like, oh, that's what he was saying to Ricky earlier. He wasn't talking about getting back with Amy. He was talking about Adrian Ricky, leaving him for Ricky. Ricky and Adrian freeing him. And then Ben just interrupts and he goes, honestly, no, I just don't like her living with him. <laughs> I just, I just, it would kill me to think of her having. No, sex Dad, with the him. writing doesn't make sense. Okay, Ben, no. uh, uh, Leo tells Ben to move on from Amy for fuck's sake. It's season four. It's fine. It's season four. <laughs> season four. You've been broken up since season two, Jack. He's saying the well, same fucking shit that he was saying well, in season bu- two. They're best the buddies, same- Sam. He's always got his back. Jordan, um, we've been ben- watching. We've been watching. Just say me every fucking week for th- 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 weeks now, and. Every fucking week, I have to watch Ben in season fucking two go, it would kill me if you had sex with anyone else, Amy. And he's saying the fucking same shit to his dad in season fucking four. They've been been broken up for like a fucking year. He's still saying the same shit. canonically like two years. This is character development to me. Um, Ben turns around and asks Leo about Camille. And he says, well, are you in love with Camille? And then Leo's like, of course not. Uh, that's, that's definitely not why she. Oh, no, he, he doesn't ask Leo if he's in love with Camille. He he's like, don't you know that Camille's oh, in love she, with you? I we she'd been around. I I'd known her my whole life, and I know that. Oh she yeah, loves be, you. because the the transition to that was that Leo goes, uh, you need to get a, give up on the idea of getting back with Amy. All right, like you know, there's more than two girls in the universe. And Ben goes, yeah, I know. Do you know that? Oh, that's so epic, and dude. You're not you're in no position to say that, Ben. Uh, anyway, I mean, no one on this show is in any position to say that, but Ben asks why Camille quit and he says that she quit because Betty came back and she's giving up. And then <sighs> Yeah, uh, and then Leo's like, "That's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. I'm getting out of here. Get, fuck you, Ben." And then he leaves the room and then a little second passes and then he pokes his head back in and he goes, you think? You think? And then that funny bass starts. Clonk a donk donk. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, so so this is like Amy and Ricky good relationship simulator 2019. Yeah. Where Amy's like, I can't believe how quickly you put John down for bed. And she's like, Yeah, she's doing her homework in the apartment, the apartment, their apartment. And Ricky's like, John's getting too old for the baby bed. I put the baby bed on the floor and I'll sleep on the couch to make sure he doesn't wander into the kitchen. And then Amy says the line that kills me where she says, I can't believe he's almost two or (laughs) he's almost two. Look at that. I can't believe that either. Yeah, I guess. You know what, Amy? You're right. I can't believe it either. I can't I believe it's not a child. It is unbelievable. 
Uh, um, and Amy, then she's like, why are you being so nice to me after I lied to you? And he's just like, I'm just happy you're here. And that lie is probably not the worst thing that we're ever going to get between us. Uh, ben, what if Ben and Adrian get it? Do you think it means <laughs> But anything? yeah, I mean, that's the, this whole scene is nice. Like, yeah, they're just like having a normal one. Yeah, and then Ricky's yeah. Like, I mean, Ricky's like, he, like, he's, he's like... First of all, they start off with that nice family stuff, like, ah, I'm good with getting John to bed. And she goes, ah, that's nice. You should put him to bed every night. And he says, I'd love to. Okay, happy And then he makes, like, level 10,000 cents in the face. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, uh, 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 he he says... That's when he's just like... "Hmm." He says, uh, uh, I'm... I... Fuck. She says, why are you being so nice to me? He says, because I'm happier here, and I know you're happier here, too, which is why you lied to me. I know you just didn't want to upset me and mess things up, so it's not a big deal, because Ricky became emotionally mature man he off camera. He had so much growth and, off camera. Uh, then he, sa- he says to her, and I think this is why this scene didn't get my cool tea moment, <laughs> because he says to her, uh, look, Amy, we need to be honest with each other. We can, You can tell me anything. And I can tell you anything. And hey, I remember this conversation from like 12 episodes. Hey, good to see you again. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. I remember you. Control C, control V. Yep, they they, um, they opened anyway. up their document where they have all of their scripts from all of the episodes. They went control F, honest with each. Oh, there we go. There we go. Cut and paste. That's. I thought it was really weird when Amy said, whoa, 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 my stepbrother who I have no relationship with. That was really strange when Amy said that. I didn't get that line. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Ricky so then, makes big sensitive face and he says, like, Amy, I have to be the perfect boyfriend. So I'm going to go talk to George tonight and I don't want your family to not like me. I'm the perfect yeah. man off screen. And then she says, that's really nice of you, Ricky. And then she but, pushes but, her homework off but, of her bed and she tackles but, him for sex kissing. Uh, yeah, and, and and she accidentally slips and kisses him on the cheek, and he just instantly leaves. He just disappears. How I thought you loved me. I thought you loved me, but you kissed me on the cheek. Um, uh, and so then Anne so returns. Anne's back, which doesn't make any sense, but okay. She returns uh, from and... a long, stressful day of something. Hey, I want to bash George Jurgen's head in with a two by four. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, what did George she, do while she, he, sees she was that gone? He removed the countertop, the thing she, she explicitly told him not to do she because it's crying. her house. And also, Raborito is there after she explicitly told him not to do any of this with the baby. And around George she specifically crying. says that Raborito helped. Yep. And Come on, she son, starts, take this hammer. Don't go near that outlet. <laughs> she starts crying, and he says, "Calm down. You should be thanking me." She says, "I had so many good me- memories in this kitchen, but it's not found." To- yes. Well, that's where, you know, she made that cup of coffee. That was the best cup of coffee. Um, she does <laughs> yeah, a wonderful, coffee. she does a wonderful, like she takes her up or she like leaves her board toe and she's in tears and she says, good night, George. And she leaves. I, this was, man. this was my cool teen moment. Not the scene itself. Uh-huh. The scene is not good, but I, I was like having a moment where I was like, oh, right. Molly Ringwald is a woman who was a huge star and has been acting for like 30 plus years. Yeah. Like she was killing it. She's killing it. Uh, I, I really liked her acting. Her there. husband. In it's show. it's so rare that they let Molly Ringwald act on the show. Yeah, usually she's just eating Oreos with a creepy man. Um. Anyway, doesn't she come back? In? I I I accidentally I lost my last few notes for this okay, episode. Yeah. So so like, what happens is Anne takes her Boruto and leaves, and George does a big exasperated sigh, and then he leaves and turns the lights off. But then Anne comes back in. Oh yeah, she, she he forgot, offers. She to forgot her yeah. purse. And, and then George like, comes back in because he forgot to lock the door. And then he's like, hey, Anne, like... If you, I, if you I, miss I, the if, counter so much, I could put it back. <laughs> if it, Yeah, if it matters to you so much, I can put the countertops back. And she goes, no, it's fine. They were old anyway. I was just a woman overreacting because of my emotions. What else is new? Am I right? 
she says she broke up she says she broke up with Josh Nash off yeah, camera. He, he's like, hey, are you still seeing Josh Nash? And she says, no, I broke up with Josh Nash. And we then were, we were talking about getting, we were, we were like, we, it was like we were married. We were talking about the cans and the recycling. God. Uh, no, <laughs> the, no, let, let's be clear. There's no explanation given. They, no, they never. And then uh, she's like, not Sorry, that that changes Jimmy, anything company. between us. And then he's like, why don't you stay and have dinner with me, Anne? And then she looks at Roborto and she smiles a little and she looks back at George and, wow, do you think this means anything? Maybe the title Another One Opens is actually referring to Anne and George's relationship. Maybe Amy and Ricky aren't the only ones who are going to be a big happy family. Just kidding. Yes, they are. Hey, Sam, it's season four. Why don't we deal with something we've never done oh, before? Oh, dude, you know what would be so exciting and what cool if for Anne and George if we wondered about what if Anne and George were able to patch up their relationship and get back together you know how and be a big happy family? How, Wouldn't that be an interesting uh, storyline? Anne and George have been broken up. How, like, Jack and Madison it's season four. Willed it. That, that's, this is not drama from season two. This is drama from mid to early season one that it they is still not resolved. Staggering. Untenable. The amount are of they... non-progress that we have made. They almost got remarried, but then Brenda got afraid that this would be a res- resolution, so they had to find make some mysterious receipts. Anyway, yeah, well, that's, that's, the end, that's vision. Brenda Vision. That's her vision. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Um, Questions? Uh, we got, if you go to jurgenit.tumblr.com forward slash ask, you can send us questions that we'll answer on the show. Here's one from Anonymous that says, are the Sloat writers just really unaware of how awful the characters are? Not really that they're badly, not, ah, not really how they're badly written, though they are, but just how they're awful people. Ben being a creep, Madison and Lauren being toxic friends, and Ruben just being the worst. Isn't it interesting whenever someone is framed as being the bad guy, it's almost always Adrian and she got punished for it. And plenty of characters have done shit way worse than her. Do the writers just lack a moral compass? I think I, so. I have seen interviews with the cast where of the they show. like no one sees it. It's no, so they're, they're weird. all just like, oh yeah, this show is great. It's got something for everyone. Everyone like, is someone relatable was like, I really wish way. I, like, got, I like, I really wish I could be friends with Benny. Such a nice guy. You've I'm got like, the nice, what sweet show guy Ben. Are you watching. You've got Madison. Madison, who's such a funny, uh, caring friend. Like, no, they all they all think they that the all characters think are that nice. They're and good bitch. people. Like, no, no shade to any of these actors and actresses. But like, what? What are you? What script are you reading? I mean, I uh, guess that maybe when you play a character, you just kind of grow to like them. But like, come on! I if I was playing Ben, I would be, I would have like, I'd have to like go to see a therapist every once in a while because I'd feel so disgusted with myself all the right. time. Right? I'd be like, I'm, I'm having, uh, fuck. What's the word? What's the word for like when you, when you like, fuck? I don't know. I would, I would be doing the opposite of method acting. I would be like living my life objectively in the opposite ways of Ben to distance myself from that character. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, any other questions? We got we got three more, but I'll just do one more because uh, it'll be I know it'll be a quick one. This one's from friend of the show Posto, who says, "Talk about the new starter Pokemon." No, no. Uh, we have another question uh, from friend of the show Val. Read that one. We got one from Val Flight Cub that says, "My question is, if you could say one thing to ca- one character in their mind as the voice of God slash Marshall to try Ooh. to get them to improve their life, their and our lives, whom and what?" Is there anything I, we could say to Ben to make him knock it off? Just I would in general. whisper to, into Madison's brain. No, yeah, that's right. I would tell. I would tell. I would tell Jack. Just like Jack, it's me, Marshall. <laughs> Two things. One, if you stop touch trying Grace, to usurp my son, Chase. If you and Jason. touch, if you touch Grace, I'll kill you. Number two. 
Madison's not worth it. Find someone else and move to Phoenix. And then that, that would, that would really just alleviate so much anxiety from my life. Yeah. I mean, personally. I would, I would tell Jack that he needs to find the value in himself and learn to find someone who makes him happy. Jack, uh, have you ever considered nailing yourself? I would tell Madison that she needs to, she needs to be happy being single before she can be happy in a relationship. Um, and also I to would stop being tell such a terrible friend to Amy. Ben to fuck off. Ben, this is God. Fuck off. And I would tell Amy uh, that she's doing great, and I th- think that she should consider picking up the French horn again. I'm so proud of Madison, her. Madison, you're er, Ashley. Turn right up ahead. All right, in 200 feet, turn left onto the I-10. If if you had godlike powers to say anything to, to anyone, Ashley you would be Ashley's GPS. Yeah, exactly. What is God if not our moral GPS? Well, you got me there. Thanks for listening, folks. This has been Jurgenit. This has the been Jurgenit. podcast Jergenit. about GPSs and the GPS inside our hearts. Yeah, well, hey. Kingdom Hearts, Q hey. Kingdom Hearts music. Hey, if if I, if uh, Brenda, if uh, any of the characters on Secret Life had a GPS, I don't know why we're talking about Marshall as a GPS, because I think it would be a TomTom. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm really, really working to try to figure out what that joke means. That's a kind of GPS. Oh, I was thinking of the drum. I was like, What? <laughs> Uh, who are your favorite and least favorite characters this episode? Favorite character, probably... Probably uh, Amy, maybe? No, because Amy did that weird nonsense. That the Ricky gave... Here's here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Rare. I need to ra- do a rare credit to give some credit to Lauren for telling Yeah, that was Amy mine. Mine was Lauren. Yeah, she didn't do anything else this episode. She only so had one appearance in the episode, and it was to give genuinely it good ruled. advice. And then my least favorite, I'm gonna have to tie Ben and and uh, and George because God, both of them sucked so bad. <laughs> Mine was Madison for her line about winning. Uh, <laughs> this show is one of these days I'm going to be hyperventilating because of Jack and Madison, and I'm really mad about it. So let's let's wrap this shit up. Uh, Twitter.com/slash/jurgenet jurgenet <laughs> I'm I'm never gonna be good at this. I'm never gonna be able to say these fucking words. Twitter.com slash jurgenit, jurgenit.tumblr.com, twitter.com slash posi stresses me, twitter.com slash bradipus rexus jordan. We have a Discord chat thing where you can do a chat at Discord of us and on the have it. And then it's on our posts of uh, episodes, we have that link to it. And on patreon.com slash jurgenit, then you can get a rewards for printing us money. And for one dollar you can get a mildly special role on our Discord and access to all of our bonus content, our secret diary of Ashley Jurgen readings our fan fiction readings our episode commentary tracks and for the foreseeable future the circle jerk where we will be watching and discussing the just say me episode every it's week it's going it's getting places a while we have i cannot wait three for, weeks i cannot wait to see the depths that this episode sinks us into i didn't spoiler i didn't like this week <laughs> um five dollars will get you a pretty special role in our discord and a shout out in the podcast. $10 gets you an incredibly special role in our Discord that lets you listen to the episodes live while we record them. And you can make Jordan say anything you want in Ben Voice ASMR optional. I'm and you get a shout out in the podcast. So shout out to our $10 and $5 subscribers Stephanie B., Valerie W., Destry Hawk, H. Cape, Stephanie Ruff, The Smoking Dad, Melanie Bevan, PR the Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank you all so very fucking much. Thank you all so very beep 
much. I decided not to swear there. I censored myself. Very responsible with me. You can find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com. You can find all of our episodes at noisespace.xyz, where you can listen to such wonderful podcasts as Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Jurgen It, City Girls Make Do. Hey, I said it before. I said it last week. But I was on the stick. We did an episode about Vidalectric's games. Go listen to it. It's already out. It was a funny one. I made a very funny joke about, guess what? I've never joked about this before. I made a joke about David Cage games. Wow. What if Detroit was become humane? It was a, it was a funny one though. Uh, man, yeah, give I, that one a listen and listen to the rest of the stick because it's funny. Oh God. I have to, I, ooh, I almost started talking about Detroit become human. This is way too late. Don't do it. Don't do that. it. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's the episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Brenda. What do we say at the end of this? Thanks, Brenda. Deft, subtle touch. Stay horny. Brenda Vision. American Teenager Radio.